So, sometimes I'm thinking, I'm wondering, like, I feel like all the other me's down all the paths of me are doing better things, and I'm feeling them come over me, but I'm not doing anything about it. And I'm in the universe. I'm in the I'm in the worst timeline, as you pretty much could say. I'm in the worst timeline. Am I? Or is this the best timeline? I bet you're wondering, why did I come here today? What's the point? Why am I listening to this podcast? I have no idea. But I will tell you one thing. I'm going to be true. And I won't waste this chance. Thank you for stopping here today. Thank you for coming to listen to me talk about video games and music and, well, whatever pops into my head. <laughs> I guess that's why they say life's a boat and you gotta shake it sometimes if you wanna feel the waves. Gave. I gave my life a go on that podcast road. Here we go. Oh God, I don't know where to go from here. Yes, welcome. This is going to be like no journey you've ever taken in your life. Do you feel it? you feel it? I do. I feel alive. Embrace it. Push it. When you feel like giving up, life look it in the eye and you say not today I ain't gonna lose today today I'm gonna be a cowboy today I'm gonna play Red Dead Redemption and I'm gonna watch The Hateful Eight and I'm gonna do things I never thought I'd do when I was 10 I'm gonna fail myself and then I'll get back up and I'll fail myself again and then I'll quit. And then I'll turn on everyone. And then everyone's gonna hate me. And that's fine. I, that's fine. Cause I hate me. Mr. Honest is brought to you in part by no one. So if you'd like to support the podcast or you like what you hear, email mrhonestpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so pretty much I've been deciding whether I want to make this kind of like a straightly interview podcast. Um, you know, I've been worrying a little bit about theme, and I realize I'm the theme. I'm just coming here to be myself, like most people are when they do a podcast. And I think I actually do have a lot to say, but I'm not going to say anything I'm unqualified to. I live by a hospital, that's all I'll say. It's very loud sometimes, you're just going to have to deal with that. You're in the room with me. 
Um, things I'll talk about video games. Like uh, I just I'm on PlayStation Four right now. Um, that's not all I do. I play music for a living. I also am an actor. I've been in a couple of things. Don't look me up. It's nothing that you're gonna like wow over. Um. Uh, but yeah, I'm um. I just kind of think this is a a good format for me, and um, I have a good take on Marvel movies. And uh, I mean, I now I feel like I'm trying to oversell myself. Kind of geeky stuff I'm gonna talk about, I suppose. I'm not ashamed to say that. So you know, I'm gonna kind of try and compare this to like a like how Bill Burr does his podcast. I don't know. I do not know why I sounded foreign saying that. <clears throat> similar to how Bill Burr, Bill Burr does his podcast. Because he just kind of just sits there and talks to himself. And he's like, oh my god, Bill Burr! Yeah, Bill Burr! I hope you don't hear this. I like Bill Burr. I'm sitting around sometimes having the worst day. And I'll throw on like the, you know, it was the Nerdist for a while. I'm not going to get into too much of that. But you know, I miss Chris Hardwick. You know, he was, uh, I thought, and from my perspective, he was a bright light, but a lot of uh, <clears throat> drama unfolded surrounding him, as we know. I'm not going to talk about that kind of stuff here. I mean, I'm not going to, like, completely limit what I'm talking about right now. I don't know where this is going to go. We got plans, but we're building the railroad here, folks. Anyways, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. Going through some tough times. And pretty much what I do when I go through tough times is I just disassociate into the world of video games. That is my Arthur. And oh my good gracious lord, what a character. Come on, everybody. See, I know Bill Burr doesn't game like this. So like a podcast like Bill Burr's, I'm not ripping you off, Bill, because I'm not, I'm not touring. Nobody's listening to this. <laughs> Except you. Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, speaking of Red Dead Redemption, um, I'm trying to get the author for the uh, trying to get the actor who plays Arthur to do an interview with me. See, I'll do that every now and again with like people like that. So if you like what you hear, somehow let him know that you want him to talk to me on this podcast. That I'm not stupid. I will always, always, always warn of spoilers um, under any circumstances. So that will be at the end. For now, here's a message from our friend Arthur. Dear Diary, I was walking down with my horse, Tracy Morgan. We was just riding up the road, you know, doing normal things. Guy would do with his horse. Well, I came upon these uh, two boys and their father. They was looking uh, like they needed a hand, so I went up to see how they was doing. Well, things escalated pretty quickly, as in uh, Dad was complaining to me, how about these boys? Wasn't doing enough work around the farm. <laughs> me being the type of guy I was, well, started instigating things a little bit. Maybe a little too far. Things got dark. <laughs> well, you see, one of the boys punched me. And I shot him in the face. It was self-defense. But, you know, his brother didn't like that, so I had to kill him, too. <clears throat> what do you think the dad was going to do? He, uh, well, he came at me with his rifle. I put him down. 
I didn't want this. And then I had to go on this high-speed pursuit which my horse Tracy Morgan got killed. It ain't fair. Life ain't fair. <laughs> Life ain't fair is what I said. New Hanover isn't one as I expected it to be. But boy, is it marvelous. The plains, the animals, the people. <laughs> yeah, I killed some of them. <sighs> I even done some pretty twisted stuff, I admit. But it was my story. I chose this path. Got kicked in the nuts by my own horse. I couldn't keep one horse alive, though. I swear to God, I've been playing this Red Dead Redemption game so fucking much that it's like I'm starting to get the natural southern accent. Like I'm actually starting to talk like the guy. I've been doing it so much as a joke that it's just actually starting to take a hold of me, you know? Like, what? I wasn't able to do that before. Arthur, you... Ah, oh, coming out, Eric. Did you guys hear that? I think I'm losing my mind. Oh, you sure are, Eric. I'll tell you once. <laughs> Don't make me tell you twice. Jesus. Louises. I am very sensitive to spoilers. I do not want to read spoilers about, like, the Avengers movie. By the way... I am a huge fan of the MCU. I love what they do. I could talk to you about that for days. So we will dedicate time to that. Um, and I don't I kind of want to keep a free flow format. I'm losing my voice a little bit. I chose to start on a day <clears throat> where I'm losing my voice. I'm a singer and I have a cough. So I have a lot of but I'm I mean you ever listen to uh Gilbert Godfrey? No, it's not a good example. Uh, but there's some people who just fight through their raspy voice. They have to do it. And I'm not going to let that stop me because I got a lot of inspiration today. So don't let uh, Roadblock stop you. I don't know. I'm not going to do that. I feel like I don't have any room to give advice yet. I just want to talk about Red Dead Redemption. And uh, that that is the topic today. So in the theme of that, <clears throat> I decided to start watching some westerns. Uh, the first one I did watch, as I sang, <clears throat> as I told you in the opening song, was... Uh, Hateful Eight, Quentin Tarantino. I really liked it. I did read some things, um, you know, saying that it was slow and uh, long and it dragged out. Well, have you seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? That's how they are. And I don't mean to sound pretentious by that, but the guy's got his own flavor, his own take. So you just got to kind of buckle in and go for the ride, whatever he's throwing at you. I mean, you got Samuel Jackson at the very beginning of it. He's an outlaw. If you are playing this fucking game, go watch that movie. It's on Netflix. The Hateful Eight. Samuel Jackson. Kurt Russell. Um, Walton Goggins. So many people, so many big actors you're going to notice. And it is in the time period right after the Civil War. And it's... Some from the north, some from the south. There's this terror. There's bounty hunters, um, and they're they're holed up in a snowstorm, um, and they're in this tight cabin, and there's shit going on around every corner. You really don't know who to trust. The Kurt Russell cowboy character is fucking so good. The acting is on point. We need to start realizing like if there's a long movie, it's long for a reason. 
give this guy a fucking chance. This movie was really good. I really liked it. I think it... I have not heard too much about it. I think it was underrated. <clears throat> I sat there in awe for like three hours. I tend to take breaks. That was not me farting. I got a squeaky chair. I can't replicate it now. I may have farted. No, I'm just kidding. All right. God damn it. Any female listeners, you fart too. So don't judge me. I know I know you're going to be like, oh, he's farting? No, I'm not farting. It's a chair. See? So I, sound, I don't normally sound so raspy. But it's making me a little more confident in the sense that I don't <clears throat> I don't really hear my own voice right now. And I'm just kind of speaking from the heart. But this Hateful Eight movie. Oh, God. I can't say too much without... Because <laughs> now I'm hyping it up too much and you're going to go and... It's going to be too slow for you. It, it's a slow burn build movie. Okay? But those movies have the best payoffs. Quentin Tarantino movies. It's not going to be your favorite movie of all time. Right now it might be. If you're playing Red Dead Redemption like I am, if you're a gamer like me, you're you're probably a little burnt out on the game if you're playing it a lot. A lot. Like I mean, some people don't get burnt out. I get burnt out very pr pretty easily. And when I know I'm starting to feel that, I don't want to burn the game out. So I'll take like day breaks, usually just 20 minute breaks. If I'm really loving it, I'll just take little intervals um, so I can enjoy it more. I take a break. Like, I'm, I'm rushing from mission to mission. <clears throat> it really feels like I'm wasting the game. I learned that way too late. With, like, Grand Theft Auto 4 probably being the first one I started to realize. I probably could be doing some of this side stuff. Playing the game on the side. You know, building the character a little bit. But Rockstar is giving us more and more to kind of say, like, look. You don't have to um, run from mission to mission. Don't rush. You're fine. Things you wander about on your horse. What do you expect me to do? Not loot everybody I kill? Everyone's trying to get me to hurry up along. We're poor. These guys got snake oil on them. Tobacco, chewing gum. Jeez Louise. Goddamn cowboy. I ain't no priest. Things you think about on your horse. <laughs> you ever just get caught looking at Miss Grimshaw's butt? Things I think about on my horse. I see our houses. Why can't I use them? Things you think about on my horse. Sure, 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 partner. Sure. What I do deserve this. Sure, sure. Sure. Sure, sure. It's not fair. Life's not fair. And the most important thing, don't ever, under any circumstances, fall asleep on your horse. When I didn't well for you, I <laughs> fell asleep on my horse. I woke up. Drove face first into some old Driscolls. And they got me. I got a few of them before I got shot down, but they got me. And I'm Sure. Things to think about on your horse. Right. If I can make one promise to you, it's going to be to never play that song again. No. It's cool. I discovered this really cool site that I will credit that gives me a lot of cool free music to use. By the way, I'm a musician. So I could be making this myself, and I'm not. Yeah, because <clears throat> I have a trouble focusing on something I don't really want to do at the time. I care about music when I care about it. If I want to play it passionately, I, that's what I'm going to do. If I'm 
wanted to do this podcast, and I want to talk like Arthur Morgan. Life's not fair. Holy shit. I'm going to leave that in there, because that scared the shit out of me. I have headphones on. Life's not fair, right, Arthur? I'm not going to move that. It scared the fuck out of me. I am not a game reviewer. I'm a guy who plays games in his free time. Uh, he, I do it to wind down. So I'm not going to be giving you technical review or, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to give you like a professional review. I'm going to give you my first-hand take as just a regular uh, gamer and a guy who plays, uh, who's played a lot of Rockstar games. Um, I played pretty much everything. Um, the re- <laughs> first Red Dead Redemption, I didn't. I played the zombie one only, um, the uh, Undead Nightmare, and I and you know I was busy at the time. I was doing a little, I was at school or something. I don't know. I I don't know how I missed it. I didn't connect what Rockstar was at the time. Like, oh God, but like what I'm so 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 excited to do is <clears throat> go in and play the first Red Dead Redemption after this one, because this one is a prequel to the first one. But I have to say, I am crazy about Arthur. Like, I like John Marston. He's a cool, he's a very cool guy. I like him in the game. Again, no spoilers for the story yet. I'm not going to spoil the story. Um, um, but, but, like, I know of John Marston because he plays him in The Undead Nightmare too. <clears throat> and, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I just Arthur's got so much depth to him, and as I mean, you know, as an actor, um, as somebody who can appreciate attention to detail, I really believe him as a person. I felt the weight of my actions from the minute I started playing. Um, when you start playing like a GTA game, one of the first things I want to do is go crazy. I want to steal a car. I want to run around. I want to see what you know the pressure the world's putting on me. Um, and kind of check out all the new mechanics, you know. It's really exciting to just run away. From the minute you start this game, they introduce you to your crew. And they're very, very detailed. And I've never seen that in a game before. You know, the walking around the camp at the beginning, um, you, you really you can go into first-person mode. And you could pretty much stay in the beginning of the game for like, I don't even know how long you could do it. You could probably do it as long as you want. But I'm sure there were many like me who just wanted to move. You know, when you get a new game, <clears throat> you are really, really set on just like <laughs> busting through it. I, and you can't say why. When there's a giant map you haven't explored, you want to be... I, I'm thinking firsthand. I want to be everywhere at once. I have a problem with games like this sometimes. Um, Bethesda games, key. I'm not going to hate on the Bethesda games. I know they have a very big fan base, which is huge. That's what I love, love, love about uh, gaming is that one game can have such a huge following and then, like, just a huge group of people could just not be a fan of it. It's For Bethesda, for me, it's too many menus. Um, I see peop- I see my buddies just go all into it, though. And they can't look away from it until they've done everything in it. And my first Bethesda game, I mean, I wasn't the uh, sharpest tool in the shed, you know, back in high school. Uh, you know, and I wasn't, I probably wasn't as passionately, passionately, like, playing through games. Like, I've been playing games my whole life, but, like, playing games top to bottom, I was, like, always a main story kind of guy. Which is why the GTA, um, 
like Rockstar games, they were very right up my alley always. Um, you know, like a lot of Nintendo games, just story driven. You're really into the like, and in that, a lot of that is in the Bethesda games. But I don't know. I can't really put into words what it is. I can't connect with on those games. I really like them. I have spent a lot of time playing them, but I, I burn out usually at about like 40, 50 hours. Um, and I'll like my natural thing I want to do, like I said, in the original Skyrim, I rushed through the main quest. Um, so at about like 30 hours in, I was like fighting a big dragon right towards the end of the game on top of the giant mountain. Um, I don't even know too much, remember too much about the story. Please don't, uh, hate me for being ignorant to it. I would love to hear your thoughts on, uh, Skyrim. Mr. Uh, Mr. Honest Podcast at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts, questions, concerns. Um, I am open to anything and everything. But back to uh, this masterpiece of a game that Rockstar, they have high standards. I played GTA Online um, on Xbox and Xbox One a lot. Um, I, I mean... I, when I say a lot, I'm not one of the people who put a thousand hours into a video game. I'm a very, I would call it a basic gamer. I'm a natural consumer. I uh, Natural consumer. I don't know what the fuck that even means. But I played a lot of games in my life since I was a little kid on the NES and uh, Sega, you know, Mario, Sonic, you know, up to N64, um, Super Mario 64. I got it uh, Christmas for Christmas one year, uh, the year Nintendo. And then my brother was getting, I have a video of uh, me and my brother getting our N64. And I remember it was on Christmas, but it was on his birthday. <laughs> and I was get opening his presents. Like, they could not just give him the N64. So, like, they gave both, uh, both of it to us, which is sweet. And it was, like, mine. Star Fox, Star Fox 64 with the Rumble Packs. These are games... That had a very big impact on me. And it wasn't until I bought my PS4. And I'm not advertising PS4. I'm an Xboxer. Okay? I'm from the Xbox Society. I'm going to be honest. They've dropped the ball a tiny, itsy, little bit. These last few years. Because I was really into Overwatch for a while. Um, when I got my PS4 about four or five months ago. I just played consistently the best game I've ever played, one after the other after the other. And I've been doing that since, you know, I played um, Mario. I can't think of the goddamn name of it. Mario Odyssey. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was really good. So, like, I can't stay in things too long, top to bottom. But this Red Dead Redemption, when I get into a Rockstar game, it doesn't let me leave. It reminds me very, very much of that feeling of Mario 64 when you were a kid of... It's not as much about what the graphics are now to what they were then. It was about what they are now to what we've had before. And in comparison, um, it's very similar. You know, you're Mario. You're hopping up on trees, right? You get to the top of the tree. You could flip on top of the... Like the little, the, the little things. Like you could run around and just fool around as Mario. Like a game that doesn't make you bored is a game that, that's winning. Red Dead Redemption 2... I'm not comparing it to Mario in any other way than, like, the childlike wonder I had playing it when I was a kid. And this game, as a grown 27-year-old man, I have an emotional connection to it. So much so that, like, I've been trying to figure out what to do a podcast on. I wasn't going to do a podcast almost strictly for this game, but that 
doesn't sound like me. I'm a, I'm not going to do that. I talk. I am into so many things. Um, I don't think I do that strictly that fan base justice. And I think there's a lot more people like me, casual gamers, who just appreciate games for what they are. I've tried to get into online games. I suck. I can't. Uh, my accuracy sucks. I loved Overwatch. I am burnt out on it. Um, and every time I try competitive, I'm not to blame everybody else. Or I just suck. You know, I've never been good at first-person shooters. I always had Call of Duty games. And I've always done bad at them. But that isn't why I game. <clears throat> I game for the fun of it. I love to just... It's art. I don't mean to be fucking pretentious or lame about this, but we know uh, in games... I might have to put some inspirational music... <laughs> I might have to put that inspirational music back under this. I'm going to pause that and passionately talk about video games under the inspirational track from the beginning. Online gaming its really starting to take over the world. That's cool. I mean, its it's change. And, uh, well... Change is good, right? I know it is. I can't help but remember the times when I was a boy. Walking through Hyrule. <laughs> Not a care in the world. Didn't matter about getting to the end. It mattered about... Beating the shit out of chickens. And breaking pots. <laughs> and... Fucking with zombies and uh, riding your horse. There weren't sirens. There weren't distractions. There was 9-11. Which, honestly, that was a great thing to play, to have during 9-11. And that sounds like a joke. And it, you know what? We fucking laugh at things. Because when I was a kid, I didn't know what 9-11 was. I didn't fucking know. All I have is Star Fox! And Mario! And Super Smash Brothers! Video games aren't just games! They make us who we are! I love video games, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best video game I have ever played. And I love it. Arthur Morgan, you're my hero. Video games, you're my hero. Listener, you're my hero. Thank you to all the people who actually work on video games. To the people who work at Rockstar, and Nintendo, and Sony, and yeah, yeah, even Bethesda. Maybe the launch of Fallout 76 wasn't great, but good lord, these people, they matter. It's not about who you are, it's about what you want to be. Don't you ever forget that. You can stay here forever on this horse, New Hanover. But you can't forget the real world's out there. And no, I don't mean online games. <laughs> no, I mean connections with real people.
Put the controller down. Go outside. <sighs> Breathe. If you're like me, you needed to hear that. And I needed to say it. Right, hey, Eric here. And this is actually chiming in right from a moment where I, uh, well, I paused it. This is where you're going to get to learn, like, another side of me here. Because I am very, I can't not put that thing in the podcast because I think it was really funny. And I just felt so shitty about the 9-11 joke. And I know people make them. But, like, you don't know me that well. And, um, you know, this isn't a hateful podcast. That was a real thing that happened, um, God, less than uh, however many years ago. We laugh to cope. Um, and it is something... Something in the office where Ryan says something along the lines of, I, I don't think I'd fully process 9-11. It's like, I don't think I have even yet. But I have in a way. Like, of course I have. So I wanted to say, um, many, many good li lives were lost. So I'm going to say, please go uh, donate to the FC, FFCF. That's the Firefighter Charitable Foundation. Um, the, the, uh, quickly, they assist fire... And disaster victims supports volunteer uh, fire departments. They also fund fire safety programs, first aid education, and help children in need. Uh, they deliver aid directly to victims through the FFCF and charitable organizations. So go to the FFCF.org for more information and to donate. Okay, I'm going to snap back into uh, that moment. I'm going to give you a clap, and it's going to be the moment right after I improv that song. Um, that felt really good. I'm just going to keep talking through it. <clears throat> I really don't know what the fuck is coming through me, but I just need to be doing this podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm not in the best place in my life, but I'm in the best place creatively I've ever been. And I need to put it into something. When one thing doesn't work out, you need to make a, uh, something else work for you. And if that doesn't work, you keep moving and moving and moving. I'm, yeah, things, you know, I didn't think I'd be, a, <clears throat> I'd be as real as I am here. And I'm just gonna be. There's no reason not to be. Um, because if you're here, you care for whatever reason you're invested. I, I'm a weird person in, in, in that I have become antisocial in my later years. Um, self-critical, you know, failures have gotten to my head. I've let myself down, but we all let ourselves down, right? Ah, oh, God, I didn't kill anyone. I didn't hurt anyone. I've only been hurting myself. That's what anxiety is, depression is. We could talk about that here because um, gaming is an outlet for that. But if we're wasting our lives away in games, we're not living. I spend so much time playing video games. I think together, I mean, what, I, what I've learned is after I've done something important, like if, I, if I'm going to finish this podcast and put it up, it's going to be the first podcast I've uploaded. I've done all the social media for it. I'm so excited to get it launched and to make more of them that I'm going to sit down and play more Red Dead Redemption. And with that, that is our show for today, folks. <laughs> I sound like Johnny Carson or something. Well... I just wanted to say thank you for stopping by for our first episode. Um, like I said, we're still finding our flow here at the Mr. Honest Podcast. But if you wanted to 
throw any input down, you are here first in line. Uh, email mrhonestpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also going to throw a shout out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 1 800 273 8255. You could also just throw me an email. Let's talk. You don't have to be social, but you could be uh, still communicative to people. You know, let a fellow gamer know what's up. If they're a dick to you, tell someone else. They're probably going through something too. All right, everybody. Remember, be true. Be honest. I'm shaking in my chair. I'm so excited. It's not fair. Life's not fair.